What is good, all of our listeners and viewers? Welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Lee. And we are stay at home and order. Let's go. We are here. We are staying at home for the most part, anyway, until we go for our groceries. But we're here with a special guest, Andrew Orsi. But before we bring him on, we've got some segments for you. Yes, we do. It's some segment times. What's up? What are you looking for? Oh, my goodness. There he is. Yeah, so our dog is underneath us. and He got out of his chair and decided to stand between us. Yep. So that's the good boy for you. But he is indeed a good boy. He is a good boy. Yeah. And we're not going to be looking up at camera two too often because uh, I feel like it gets harder for you as you edit. It does because I have like a system to editing. Yeah. And so I don't watch the whole video. I <gasps> Do you know how long it would take to edit a podcast that's over an hour long Yeah. if I had to watch every second? Every second. So I know the exact things that go in where. So I just jump to those and do them. Mm -hmm. So, and I knew the couple times that we looked up, but we looked up more than I thought we did. Yeah. So, yeah, if I were, because to get all of them, I'd have to watch yeah. the whole thing. Until you get to this part. How you doing? That's the only time you'll see me look up there. Yeah, but, but really, that's just as like a different perspective. Mm -hmm. It's not really something for us to look at. We look at the main camera. Yeah. Camera one. How you doing? Um, but yeah. So as I forementioned before, uh, our county in Pennsylvania is now at a stay at home uh, kind of crisis. Uh, order. It's a stay at home order. Stay at home order. It is a crisis, though. Uh, well, the whole thing's a crisis. The one thing I should mention. The one thing. Um, so. One, we just went grocery shopping. Uh, Games and Groceries, thank you very much. Uh, we went grocery shopping, and I saw a person just just have a basket of toilet paper. Number one, stop buying all the toilet paper from people. You didn't point that out to me. I didn't see that. Yeah, no, like, I didn't want to be, like, a jerk, like, hey, that guy has all the toilet paper. No, he had, like, two baskets, just toilet paper. That's it. Toilet paper. Now, that's not the thing I'm mad about. Mm -hmm. That's not the thing. Liz, you know what I'm mad about. <clears throat> Stop oh, buying my particular brand of bread. Stop it. I am so angry about that. It's just, it, it's the store brand multigrain, okay? It's the store brand. It's for, the cheap, healthy one, hun. But Everyone that's a wants thing. It. Nobody likes multigrain. That's why I got it, because nobody likes it. And I, everybody goes for the white bread. There's tons of white bread. Because it's not healthy. Honey, you have to think about the day and age you're in now. When we were younger, yeah, everyone Ugh. had white bread. If this was back in the 90s, all the white bread would be gone. But this is, the, this is 2020. People need the cheap, healthy stuff. I'm so particular with my bread. I'm particular he with a lot of things. He usually takes a good five minutes to pick bread every, yeah. every week. That's the one thing that I'm particular about. And I finally found a bread. That that suits me and is enough to get me through the week, and it's it's fantastic bread. Love it. Yes, I am aware with Ezekiel bread. That bread is it's pretty good, but it's expensive. But yeah, <coughs> stop buying my bread. Like that's all. That's all I ask. Buy all the toilet paper you want. Stop buying my bread. My bread. I'm an only child. I don't like sharing it in the first my place. Thing is, is that going back to the guy with the toilet paper? Yeah, there was literally announcements every minute yeah over the loudspeaker saying hi shoppers like we have a shipment we have a, a truck comes every single every day, day. the stock the, the shelves were stay stocked please except buy. for my bread 
Shut up. Okay. Please buy your average amount of whatever you need. Like they're just saying, just do your normal shopping. Stop mm-hmm. buying. And they still have signs saying, please only buy two of each item. Like they're limiting the vital things like tissues and things like that to two mm-hmm. per purchase. But people are still doing it. And it's just like, Stop. they're, they're going to keep it stocked. You don't need to go hoard everything and all that. There was one couple, they were like talking about fudgesicles. And I was like, they know how to quarantine. <laughs> Quentin from uh, The Greatest Show on Dirt, um, which I think I'll be guesting on his podcast pretty soon. We were we were in talks, and uh, we're going to be talking about baseball pretty soon. But uh, he was talking about uh, how he his wife <laughs> is, is saying that, oh, what, what do you need from the store? Just get me some ice cream sandwiches, some uh, cherry pop darts. He was saying, just give me some Flintstones vitamins to fight off the virus. <laughs> I saw this one post that was like, I'm either coming out of this um, virus fit my in my most in like my best physical shape or super fat. And I was like, I'd like to say I'll come out of my best physical shape, but I'm a feelings eater. So yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. I feel like I'll get in pretty good shape, but I'll try and still do my yoga. I mean, it's not like I've been working out the past couple months mm-hmm. just out of all the craziness that our life has been. Um, yeah. But I'm trying to do my yoga and just have my body moving, but I'm a feelings eater. But if we don't keep it in the house, I can't eat it. But we've got some segments for you. We yeah. should get this show started. I guess. <laughs> we have Andrew Orsley coming on the show pretty soon. Uh, he's from Good Game, Great Game, of course. And uh, you can find him on YouTube, uh, One Up Tempo, One Up one dash up Tempo. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll link it down in the description down below. Uh, check out his YouTube channel. He does Let's Plays and all that. Uh, baby's he, still yonder. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Uh, dog baby, not an actual baby, by the way. If you're new to us, it's like, oh, the baby's on do- the floor. The dog is our baby. Yeah. Uh, so there's not a real baby on the floor. Just letting you know. But so uh, before we get started, we want to remind all of you that we're on social media. We're on Twitter at Gaming Groceries, or you can follow us individually. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. So you can follow us there and be friends with us there and talk with us. You can also follow us on Instagram, Games of Groceries, all one word, where you can see behind the scenes photos, some memes, uh, upcoming projects that we're doing. So definitely follow us on Instagram, where we're also going to ask you both on Twitter and on Instagram some questions about the upcoming podcast show. We'd like to get your feedback on that. Uh, you can also check it out. Oh, check out Facebook. We're on Facebook. Check out our website, gamesgroceries.com, where you can listen to all the podcasts from the website as find out where you can listen to the audio versions of the website as well as read some articles I've written in the past. And I promise I get to it soon, but things are kind of crazy right now. Yeah. And if you haven't already, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, definitely hit that subscribe button uh, and hit that notification bell. If you enjoyed this episode, if you get to the end, if you liked it, definitely give it a like. Definitely give it a share for a friend who hasn't heard about Games of Groceries yet. Uh, that's the best way you, we can reach other people. Sure, YouTube's algorithm, it, it, YouTube's algorithm is actually doing pretty well for us for the ratio that we're getting. getting. Mm-hmm. So if, if you have a friend who would like the show, definitely share it with them. If you're listening to us on iTunes or any other audio, definitely give us a rating on Podchaser. We have a link down below mm-hmm. to our Podchaser account. Uh, definitely give us a rating over there. And uh, with all that said and done, we should get the show started with our first segment, Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies that we saw in the past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, not really in theaters at this point in time, and we like to recommend it or we don't recommend it. 
So this week's movie is coming from Netflix. It's definitely not a new movie. Oh, no. We were originally going to do, um, what was it called? Uh, Blow the Man Down on Prime Video, mm-hmm. which is actually a Prime uh, uh, exclusive movie. But because of these times, we just wanted a stupid movie to we not. We wanted re- something funny, something that we knew would, I mean, not going to be amazing, mm-hmm. but just funny getting our giggling. So, of course, this movie is on Netflix. It is called The Ugly Truth and stars Gerard Butler and what's the actress's name? Uh, Catherine Heigl? Yeah, I think that's Catherine Heigl. Let me just double check. It sounds right, but I need to double check. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that's the right name. But so my opening thoughts, anything that has Gerard Butler in it, you you won. That's exactly what I'm going to do. You can just recommend a movie and the description isn't really my cup of tea and you say oh gerard butler's in it yeah it was Catherine heigl Catherine heigl thank you but when you say gerard butler's in it you got me that's how i got trapped in the movie gamer gamer is terrible it's an awful movie but guess what gerard butler was in it Does and that mean you watch ps i love you with me yes gerard butler's in it if if gerard butler is in the movie i will watch it like oh, guarantee that's really good to know yeah uh, he's probably i love you is super sad but it's a good movie he's probably my top three actor like Tom Cruise, of course, Things number I one. Didn't, well, I knew that, yeah. Yeah, anything with Tom Cruise, you you won. Anything with Gerard Butler, and probably anything with Tom Hanks. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Tom. We still need to watch the Mister Rogers movie. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, that's not because I've been avoiding. It's just no, we just we it came out when we moved, and mm-hmm. then it was a holiday, and we just didn't have time, or you know, yeah. So we just, we still need to. We'll get there. So, Liz, your opening thoughts. Did you not start the timer till I started talking? You've been talking this whole time without the timer. No, the timer's been starting. See? Timer, no, timer. you're so stupid. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. It's a rom-com, and I'm a girl. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but I, I enjoyed this movie. It was funny. It wasn't anything amazing. I did like some of the, like, situations mm-hmm. um, Catherine Heigl got herself in. Those were the shocking points. Like, I hadn't seen those yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's a typical storyline. You know what's going to happen the second the movie starts because they're the main characters. But um, but it was good. It was funny. It did what we needed it to do. And that's exactly what I thought about it. it it's it's nothing amazing. It just did exactly what we needed to. Yeah. So this movie came out in 2009, by the way. And this is my <laughs> opening note. This is definitely an early 2000s movie. It oh screams. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's like it's the most corny early 2000s. It is a movie that that was filmed between 2005 and 2010. It is a rom-com. It has Katherine Heigl. Just fill in the blanks from there, and it screams early 2000s. It is so good. <laughs> uh, it's a rom-com with a busy lady who's too busy for a relationship. And no, go. no, no. She's not too busy for a relationship. She's too particular and uh, too particular she's she has a list of things that her perfect man needs to check off and she's very extremely controlling of every situation um and she's a news producer she's a producer she's for a, a local TV, news she's a news show producer not a news producer and gerard butler uh, plays the jerk who uh does a segment called the ugly truth but he does the ugly truth and he's uh, kind of a jerk to to women, but jerk quotation marks. But then we get to know his real motivations throughout the movie. But here's the thing: 
it just it it screams early 2000s it does. and and that's fine for this oh, time yeah. in our lives it, it, that's it, what we wanted it's a dumb 2000s movie it's a rom-com it, it's exactly what you need it's exactly you go into the movie 10 minutes in you know exactly what you're expecting yeah. and that's fine like for a movie like this it's fine yeah when you when you're watching rom-coms it's okay that it's a little predictable yeah um, there were some parts I was like, okay, mm-hmm. we didn't, like, <laughs> yeah. this was so, this, we knew this was going to happen and it wasn't, but, um, but yeah. So my other note is that there are times where it gets a little bit inappropriate. Yeah, th- it was. Again, it it's was, an early 2000s rom-com. It was mildly raunchy for the year it came out. I, it reminded like, me of a movie. The raunchy movies didn't really start coming out till a little later. Mm-hmm. After this movie came out, it's a it's a raunch that's <laughs> it's a raunch <laughs> it's a raunch that you kind of expect from Melissa McCarthy movies. No, and it's definitely not as raunch as Melissa McCarthy. No, it's not as like, but it's getting there. It's close, yeah. Yeah, and so like, cu- go in with that with the expectation that there are some times where I'm just like, eh. But it's not a level of raunch that made me uncomfortable, which Melissa McCarthy yeah. movies tend to make me uncomfortable. That's a thing. It, it's a different kind of level. It's a funny raunch. Yeah. It's the right level of raunch that I'll watch. And that's the thing, is that there's some raunchy movies where I'm not being a prude, I'm not being a Christian. I, I am being Christian, by the way. But it's it's one of those movies that's... Like, it's not even funny. You take like you take it too far. Mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy kind of does that for me, Which but... sucks, because... She's so funny. She is She's funny. hilarious. I am... I grew Same up with thing her, with Rebel Wilson. I grew up with her as Suki mm-hmm. from Gilmore Girls, and then she does all these movies. I'm like, you're kind of ruining yourself for me. Rebel Wilson's not as bad. I think she's pretty funny. But this movie is in between a Melissa McCarthy kind of raunch movie and, uh, I don't know, it, it's just kind of in between. It's not exactly to that point of raunchy, but I'm just, like, setting your expectations. Yeah. Uh, it's still it's a, it's still funny raunchy, just not, like, over the top. Yeah. Raunchy. So, but, you know, that's the thing. This The story, and I put this in my notes. Gerard Butler's character kind of shows off like why we're we're doing this, and mm-hmm. the story actually makes sense of why this is all happening. Uh, th- this type of level of raunch, it actually makes sense with the story. Yeah, it goes with the characters that are in it. It doesn't seem out of place. No, and that's the thing is that it seems and that's in place why with it's the story. Not uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, my final note is that the ending is as predictable as you think. Oh yeah. Like I can just describe the movie to you, and you're just saying. Okay, so Katherine Heigl's character is a news producer who has too many expectations for men. Gerard Butler is a jerk who says women always have too many expectations. And Gerard Butler coaches her on how to get a man. What's the ending? Fill, Fill in the, the blank. Blanks. Fill in the blank. It's, um, as, it's as predictable as you think, but it's a mindless, stupid movie to get your mind off things right now. Yeah. I, I think it's fine. It's fine. The ending is fine. Yeah. We have less than two minutes. So. so let's go into our final rankings, uh, final ratings. Liz, what did you give this out of 10? I looked down and I saw your rating. I know. You're going to be disappointed in mine. Yeah. Because it's an eight. An eight? Yes. Well, you like these kind of movies. I do. I live for rom-coms like this. I'll sit and watch them all day. Like, mm-hmm. I love rom-coms. So I enjoyed it. But so taking out of the fact that I like rom-coms, I tried to think of it like in an analytical way. That's why I gave it this rating. Um, My rating. So... It was a little too predictable. Like, it's okay yeah. to be predictable in a rom-com. Yeah. But there were some situations that were predictable. Mm-hmm. So I gave it that. It follows the formula to a T. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there were those things that I was like, eh, that we, we could have changed a little bit. 
Um, but I, like I said, I really love the little situations that Katherine Heigl's character got herself in. Mm-hmm. And those shocked me because I wasn't expecting those. Yeah. So I really like that. I like the humor. The only, And my other problem is that I read an article about Katherine Heigl way back when she left to Grey's Anatomy. Mm. When I was catching up on not when she left it because I wasn't watching it when she left it probably. Yeah. Like in mar- anyway, she apparently is like the worst actress to deal with. She's really? like the biggest B ever. Like that, that no one me. likes her. Like she that's seems nice. And that's why she likes Grey's Anatomy. Wow. Because she was a pain to work with. Okay. Um so that kind of ruins her for me, like in every movie I watch. Yeah. And if you pay attention, she kind of plays the same character every time. Um so that ruins hmm. it for me when I watch her movies. But I still enjoy this movie despite knowing that about her. Um makes a lot of sense actually. It does. But so yeah, I gave it an eight. It's it was it's decent. I enjoyed it. I I would watch it again with a friend, maybe, if we just were watching movies. This is definitely you and Lane kind of movie. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a movie me and Lane would put on, and then we'd sit and talk through it the whole time. I gave it <laughs> I gave it a six and a half, just because it's fine. It's it's not a decent movie for me. And, and this isn't really my kind of movie. The only kind of movie it is, it's Gerard Butler. Yeah. Uh, so. Because typically, if Gerard Butler wasn't in it, I wouldn't have been able to get Adam to watch it. Exactly. Like, you put Gerard Butler, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, I'm in. Uh, but yeah, this, this movie, it's fine. It's decent. Like it's, it's just close to decent and it's above average. It's fine for, for this time. Now for this time period right now, this whole coronavirus, you need to get your mind off things. I'll get, I'll agree with you. That's an eight. Any other day of the week, it's a six and a half for me, but because people just need to be, you know, mindless, stupid kind of movies, Mm -hmm. it's an eight. It's a good movie. So uh, again, the movie is called The Ugly Truth. It uh, stars Gerard Butler. Uh, it's on Netflix, of course. So if you want to, give it a watch. You know, take our words with a grain of salt, but you know, that's what we give it. Yeah. So it's time to talk about video games. This is a video game podcast, of course, but it's also a movie podcast because we we like movies. We might start a movie podcast in the near, not the near not future. Not the near future. No. Why would you say that? I shouldn't overpromise, but uh, we would eventually one day like to start a movie podcast that I would yeah. more take charge on. Once this platform starts to, you know, start to give us an actual platform, like once we're an starting to make this a business, income. yeah, <laughs> and we have more time, we might start a movie podcast. Yeah, someday. definitely. So, uh, if you enjoy those, but you know, it's time to talk about video games with our next segment: top three gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past week, and we like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the games industry. Uh, so we like to give you a condensed version of the video game industry, and you know, here we go. Number three. So number three, Sony actually put out something pretty cool. Uh, the PS5 will be as easy as Netflix to quickly load and play to drastically lower load times i'm just reading the article title um <laughs> yeah so this is really cool that sony wants to focus on the ps5 being as easy as netflix so last week the specs for the ps5 and the xbox series x uh, people react to it differently i you know saw it a little bit differently if you want to watch last week's episode you know we talked a little bit more about that but the momentum is on xbox series x because it seems to be a seems to be quote-unquote a more powerful system however jason schreier it wasn't sony it was jason schreier who was 
an insider here. Jason Schreier wrote on Resetera, or Reset Era, if you're one of those people. I'm the one of the people that says Resetera. I also drink Pope with my orange juice, so take it as you will. You said Pope. I take, yes, I, I take Pope with my orange juice. I cannot drink orange juice without the Pope right next to me. It, that's why I don't drink orange juice. I only drink orange by. So I just get by. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're an idiot. I drink pulp with my orange juice. There you so go. I also say resetera. So, but I do not say jiff. I say gif. You fool. Anyways, so Jason Schreier <laughs> wrote it on resetera. And he says, they want to make players feel like they can load up a game immediately and know exactly how much time a given activity is going to take them. They want people to feel more inclined to play in short bursts rather than only wanting to turn on the console when they have a few hours to spare. So this is exactly what I was talking about last week when the PS5 seems to be focusing on the the finesse of mm-hmm. video games. The usability. The, yeah, and that's the thing. PS5 has a much higher compute frequency to actually feed in, right? Xbox Series X might be the beefiest of all the boys, but the PS5 is focusing on that finesse. It's working on not being a, the most powerful system, mm-hmm. deadlifting 500 pounds. It's focusing on the quality of life on your PS5. So, so is this saying that there'll be like there'll be like a timeline of how far in the story you are? No, no, no. It's saying that. I thought, uh, I, I no, it's saying it. load up the game. Yeah. So that you know exactly that. You're not going to oh, when you when you sign on, you're not going to be sitting there with load screens uh, like for half the time, uh, technically and virtually. But it's not going to be extremely no load time. Yeah. So let's say what's a, what's a game that has a high amount of load time. So let's say you're playing Horizon Zero Dawn. There's not a lot of load time in that, but you're, you're trying to get into Horizon Zero Dawn and you only have just a little bit of time to spare. You know that the PS5 is going to be reliable. That as soon as you put on Horizon Zero Dawn, you're going to be playing it. You're going to be playing like it immediately. If you only have thirty minutes, it's not going to be a waste of time. Yeah, you're, if you only have thirty minutes, you're not going to be ten minutes of putting on the load screen. Gotcha. And that's the thing, Horizon Zero Dawn, the sequel coming out of PS5, but confirmed here on Games of Groceries. Not real. Not real. But oh, should I press the button? No. For, oh, anyways, uh, ow. But that's the thing is that uh, this is really good for people who are working full time jobs and especially Mm -hmm. ones who have kids and they don't have a lot of time to spare. Mm -hmm. They're trying the best they can. Like what Jason Schreier says, they want to make people or players feel like they can load up a game immediately Mm -hmm. and know exactly how much time a given activity is going to take them. So the loading times are kind of like this uh, uh, unknown factor. Like, let's say you load up Mm -hmm. a game how much time is going to be loading. That's why your boy plays mostly NBA 2K, just because I know how much time I'm going to take it versus another game that I don't know. I don't know how long I'm going to be in this, but what do you think of that? I like it. It's it's a good, it's a nice little feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's really all we have to say about it. Is handy. That it is handy. I like it. So good for you, PS5. Good for you, Sony. And this is exactly what I said last week, is that you're going to be seeing the finesse of PS5. You're going to be seeing a lot of power coming out of the Xbox Series X. It's going to be a lot of really big open worlds. A lot of Western games are going to be on the Series X. But PS5 is going to focus on the finesse and quality of life. And I think PS5 
on a technical spectrum is going to be the winner in this. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, say it as you will. Put it in the comments down below. I'm also an Xbox boy. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. I've been an Xbox fan since day one. So, and I'm already saying that PS5 is going to be the technical spectrum that we're all looking for. But, you mm -hmm. know, that's just my opinion. Anyways, talk about Nintendo. Ayo, Nintendo Switch. Woohoo. Yahoo. I'm Mario, by the way. So, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, so Nintendo had a mini Nintendo Direct after we had this huge drought of no Nintendo Directs. I forgot to show you the Nintendo Direct. Yep. But there were some cool games that, that are coming out, including this uh, Metroidvania. I can't remember what it's called. It was something Shikurumiya. I can't remember the name of it. I'm sorry. But there are some cool titles including a Bravely Default 2 demo that's out, you know, yesterday or, you know, whenever the Nintendo Direct was. But the biggest news is that Nintendo Switch is getting ports of Bioshock, Borderlands, Burnout, so much more. And I'm so psyched. But let's let's get into it. So part of this news is that 2K Games came out, mm -hmm. which is the publishers behind these games. And they said that, you know, they revealed that the uh, all three Bioshock games, so Bioshock One, Two, what, Infinite, mm -hmm. it's all coming out. Borderlands, uh, but not three. So it's Borderlands, Borderlands Two, and Borderlands the pre sequel, I believe, is also coming out, uh, as well as XCOM Two and all its DLCs, as well as Burnout Paradise Remastered and uh, two older Star Wars games, including the Pod Racer game, which is dope. But I think this is really cool. What's even more awesome is that all three, Bioshock, Borderlands, and XCOM 2, these 2K games are coming out the same day, May 29th. Wow. So here's something that I should probably tell our audience. Okay, audience, a uh, little secret for you. I've never finished a Bioshock game ever in my life. Wow. Ever. Now, when I say I've never finished it, I've started Bioshock, but I've never beaten it. So sorry. But. Isn't that the game you have here that you've started like three times? No, 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 no. That's something else. That's that's pretty much 25% of my backlog. That's true. Uh, but I've seen Bioshock Infinite. When my roommate in college got Bioshock Infinite, I, I watched him play it like I was there. Yeah, but you weren't playing it. No, I didn't play it. Uh, that's when Gears of War ju uh, Juggernaut uh, Judgment came out, and that's what I was playing. And he was playing Bioshock Infinite, and we were watching each other play each game. And I started Bioshock, but I've never actually played Bioshock. I'm sorry. I'm not a real gamer. I'm not a real gamer, girl. I'm sorry. But it's okay. I, I might pick up Bioshock, but here's the thing. CatCast already said this, that it's going to come out $60 each. These really old games, they're going to come out $60. I hope they have the good set of minds to say that each of these games is $40. Mm -hmm. I would like that, but it's not going to be. Uh, Speaking of which, we need a second Switch. We do. We need it. We need it. Well, that's the thing is that like we both want to play Animal Crossing at the same time, and I didn't think it would be an issue, and now it's like, well, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> but we already agreed. If if the time comes that we do get a second switch. We're both going to start restart our island. Like one of us isn't going to get to keep the island that both of us has been building up and everything. Yeah. The other one has to start from scratch. We will delete the current one and mm -hmm. we will both start from scratch. But it's coming to a point where I'm where just like, like, 
We need a second switch. This isn't all for this one game. Yeah, Animal Crossing is the first game where we're just like, I don't want to share this. I want to play Animal Crossing. Yeah. But I mean, we are helping. Like I send him things because for some reason I'm not allowed to donate to help build up the town. Mm -hmm. So I send him things in the mail and then we send gifts to each other that we don't want. Pretty much. That that's how it goes. Uh but yeah, so there's a lot of uh, good coming to the Nintendo Switch pretty soon, mm-hmm. uh, it, including the Pod Racer game. Uh, it's called Star Wars Episode One Racer. I think it's just called. But that's pretty cool. I love that. On I, I want to say it was on the N sixty four. I I really badly want to say it, but I I I'm 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 ninety percent positive that it was on the on the Nintendo sixty four. But anyways, so I'm really excited about that. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Good job. Thank you. So let's I move on. talking to you. Oh, okay. But let's move on to our <laughs> number one gaming news is that Epic Games is making an epic move and making epic deals to be a publisher now. Woohoo. That, that's all I have to say. But really good thing. Really good things happening. Is that Epic Games is now becoming a game publisher. You're mocking me and I don't like it. Anyways, uh, but uh, it's now becoming a publishing company, and they've already signed up Remedy for two games. They've already signed up Play Dead, uh, the makers of Inside, uh, and oh no, Limbo. Limbo, thank you. Thank you, Adam's Brain. Good job. <laughs> you just pat yourself on the head. I pat my brain on the head. Why? I don't know. They also signed up the team that was behind The Last Guardian. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if that was Team Eco or somebody else. So they keep saying, the team behind Last Guardian. I'm like, you mean Team Eco? But maybe I'm just being stupid. But so, yeah, they're, they're signing them up. They're signing up for a publishing. And it's really cool. I'm going to read out the benefits here. And it's that it's a full creative freedom and ownership. Developers will retain 100% of all intellectual intellectual property and full creative control over the work, which is fantastic for Remedy, by the way. Uh, Remedy, of course, was pretty much screwed by Microsoft when Alan Wake came out. But now Remedy will have full 100% of intellectual property. It will be fully funded projects. Epic Game Publishing will cover up up to 100% of the development costs from developer salaries to go-to-market expenses as switch, uh, such as QA, uh, uh, quality insurance, uh, quality assurance, localization, marketing, and all the publishing costs, a 50-50 profiting share. Developers can earn their fair share for their work. Once costs are recouped, developers earn at least, at least 50% of all profits. You know, Epic was on the hot button for a good while because, you know, they were they were signing exclusivity deals, keeping away from gamers a lot. Mm-hmm. But now there's they're putting their mouth. OK, well, if you didn't like that, how about we just publish the games instead? And I think that's fantastic. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. But the Epic Game Store started as a good idea till they started taking it too far. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how this plays out. I'm curious to, as well, and uh, only time will tell. They've only signed these up. We don't know what games Remedy is putting out. We don't know what games is that. And Play Dead put out this weird image that we don't know about. It looks like it's on the moon, but yeah, so we don't know what games are p- coming out. We only mm-hmm. know the three teams that are signed up for this publishing deal, but we'll see. 
I'm excited for this news. I think it's good for the games industry, but you know, time will tell. Of mm-hmm. course, as I always say. But I think that's it with the uh, top two gaming news. Of course, uh, rounding up is that the PS5 wants to be as easy as possible to load like a Netflix movie. What are your thoughts down below? Is this a good idea? Do you think they'll pull it off? Put it in the comments down below. Uh, Number two, Nintendo coming out with their Direct Mini. What was your favorite part of the uh, Direct Mini? What were your thoughts? I want to hear your thoughts in the comments down below. I want to hear all of them, including, you know, Adam, you're not a real gamer. You didn't play Bioshock. Why didn't you finish it? You love the game Prey. It's basically Prey, but better. But, you know, put it down in the comments down below, and I'll read it, and I will cry. But, and finally, Epic Games becoming a publisher. Do you think this is a good idea? Do you think it will actually work out for gamers and, uh, you know, gaming publishing? Write it in the comments down below. But now we're going to bring on our guest, Mr. Andrew Orsi. You know him, of course, from Good Game, Great Game. But he's also got a YouTube channel called One Up Game, Te- One Up Tempo on YouTube. Link down below. But let's bring him on. We're going to talk about how video games got us through hard times in the past. Kind of like a part two of last week's episode. But let's just... You know, stop talking and bring them on with our final segment. Coffee time. All right, everybody. We are back with our special guest. That's right. A special guest. Not just a guest. Special guest. And that is, of course, Andrew Orsi. Uh, Andrew, by the way, is your YouTube channel one dash up tempo? I, I can't remember if it has the dash. <laughs> I think it does, though. I never remember. I'm always like. I don't know. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, like, uh, I'll be linking his YouTube down below. Uh, you can check out some of his Let's Plays. You also know him from his uh, former podcast, The Good Game, Great Game Podcast, yeah, which we are all... The late podcast. The late <laughs> podcast. Uh, we're all sad to see uh, for it to go, but we understood. Uh, yeah. As soon as you said your reasoning, like, I, I listened to that episode, and I was just like, yeah, there's, there's definitely times where it takes up so much of your time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I get it. Uh, but I'm I mean, gl- now now I have plenty of time. Yeah, At I know. This moment, right? I'm great. <laughs> I could, we I could do 30 podcasts right now. Yeah, we're still working our full time jobs. Like I'm so jealous. You're of, je- like everyone who gets to stay home. <laughs> Every- I'm just- I mean, I wouldn't be jealous because I'm just sitting here worried about my income. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm like I'm jealous. I know I shouldn't be, but I am because I yeah. want to stay home. It's yeah. like that grass is always greener kind of thing. Yeah. You know? And Andrea, that's my first question before we even get started, because we're talking about how video games goes through hard times. Mm-hmm. New York, uh, you're located in the city of New York, right? Not just New York State. Are sure you, am. Yeah. How are you doing? Like, how's the situation over there? I'm I'm here. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was my uh, job was one of the first things to get shut down because mm-hmm. I work in a Broadway theater. And yeah. Broadway like closed down pretty early because mass gatherings were not a great idea. And then of course there's like the two weeks of just like general anxiety of i was in a broadway theater everybody came in there's a high chance i was exposed to it like who knows so it was like two weeks of waiting to see if symptoms were going to show up and every like time you do a little cough you're like oh my god is this it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so there was that but um yeah the first week was like very high anxiety i definitely had one day where like it was i didn't know how to just like have a daily schedule i didn't know how to do anything everything felt really weird and i took like a 2 a.m walk what? through my neighborhood and just like cried because that was like oh. what i needed to do at yeah. that moment yeah um i've yeah. settled in a little bit more to like trying to keep a routine going like i try to make sure you know i shower every day i work out regularly at mm-hmm. least i can do like a couple things on a normal basis yeah 
Yeah, because that's the thing is that it's 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 pretty bad for us. We're in Pennsylvania, though, but New York seems to be getting hit the hardest in the country. Yeah. And um, yeah. New York is definitely I mean, it's not definitely worse. like scary to, you know, you check your Facebook and, and you expect to see that another friend has it or like whatever, no. maybe, you know. So there's always that worry. And then just the general idea of because there was very little testing done in the early parts. It was like, we didn't know where it was. Mm -hmm. Most New Yorkers had a good chance that they might've been exposed to it. So we all had that sort of worry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm sorry to hear about that. And, and especially yeah. like jobs out there, like, cause yeah. you work in Broadway, right? <laughs> I do yeah. not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I told yeah, it's been, it's been like a week of like applying for bartender and artist relief grants and then like trying to get through to unemployment which like bless their hearts they are just over inundated oh, with yeah. calls and the website is crashing left and right and like the lady that i finally got through to on the phone was like i'm sorry if it takes me a while like i'm not even trained for this phone oh, like man. they just put me on this and then oh, she definitely like we finished the whole thing and this was my favorite part it was the cutest most human thing that yeah. happened in the whole phone call where she was like, I'm going to just transfer you over to a recording. It's about two minutes. It's just going to talk to you about payment stuff. So stay on the line for that. And otherwise, you're all set. And we did the like, thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. Have a great one. And then 30 seconds later, after just dead silence, I hear her going, oh, I can't find the button. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, bless your heart. <laughs> and that's the thing. You got to imagine the people on the unemployment, they've got to mm -hmm. be just wrecked. Like grocery store oh, yeah. workers, uh, the unemployment oh, line. Yes. Um, hospitals they've got to be like yeah. people are just upset right now and they're probably taking yeah. it out on them and it's just it's just not right it 100%. Is, yeah 100 percent. be kind to your essential workers please yeah like really yeah i mean uh we we just went grocery shopping today and it's just like i i feel like the grocery store that we go to is a, a lot kinder but we don't go to the the big one yeah um i'm like i don't mm -hmm. dare step foot in that one yeah but and like yeah. my friend is a nurse and i told her i'm like when when this all spills over when you come visit us i'm like you're getting the royal treatment mm -hmm. and i'm like you deserve <laughs> it definitely so like but andrea you said that you're kind of settling in now i and i feel like it's because it's becoming the norm now yeah, yeah. which is weird to talk mm -hmm. about it is um wombat from uh the the cag cast i was listening to him and you know he was like freaking out because he's like this is going to be the norm for like the next three years and of course the rest of the cast is like no oh, no it's not and I feel like it's going to be the fallout. Like we might not have the coronavirus yeah. for years now, but it's going to be the fallout. Like yeah, who's going to trust this, who? This, 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 this social distancing. Thank you. Oh, I forgot to turn on the pineapple. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, uh -oh. the social distancing, mm -hmm. the awkward hours, the empty grocery yeah. store. I think that's going to be the new norm for a, a while. I definitely mm -hmm. expect that. Like stuff is going to shift for a, a significant chunk of time yeah i even exactly. told adam last night i'm like it's really weird to think that we're living through a future history lesson mm -hmm. like yeah, this is gonna definitely. it's like gonna be in the same chapter when they learn about the black plague they're gonna learn about this too yeah yeah it's also weird like right before new york really started to lock things down um i was literally creating a facebook event for my birthday for like Aww. a gallery Aww. for my birthday and um, here we are. It's today, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. Today's your birthday? <laughs> Today's my birthday. Oh, my Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You're having your birthday with us. I feel so special. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I figured I figured this would be a great, like, any activity to do on my oh, birthday yeah. is excellent. <laughs> mm -hmm. <So laughs> Keep my mind off of stuff. How old did you turn today? 
I'm now officially in my 30s. No. <laughs> so I've immediately developed now. arthritis. All my joints don't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird because like um we're going to get into video games pretty soon, folks. Uh, if you're here, if you're about video games, I Sorry. swear. But uh, yeah, no, I, I still remember the old gym I used to go to when we lived in Long Island. It was um, it was a much like older demographic. And mm-hmm. when I was deadlifting, squatting, I, I just remember thinking as like a 27 year old, I was like, um, I am not the same as when I was like 17, 18. They're like, oh, right. you're still you're still young. They're, I'm like, I get it. I'm not your age. But But you can feel the differences, even those 10 years, like you can feel when things are changing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I can I know like I didn't work out a lot when I was younger, but I did play sports and I was flexible and everything. And now I try and do a cartwheel and like everything kind of sore a little bit after I do a Mm -hmm. cartwheel. I'm like, oh, geez, that was a lot of work. (laughs) Yep, I used to be able to do a leg day and have it like I might be sore the next day, but it would usually kind of go away. Mm -hmm. And then once I had done one, if I was consistent, like week to week on doing them, I stopped getting sore afterwards. Yeah. No. Yeah. Every time now it hurts. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel that one. But uh, so let's get into video games real quick. We yeah. we talked a little bit of how how we're all doing. Um, I I mentioned in the um, in the beginning the intro. Uh, people are buying my bread, and I'm very upset about oh, that. Geez. But that's how I'm doing. I'm more concerned about my bread. But obviously, uh, obviously the bread. <laughs> um, but. In this time, we're we're going through some hard times. What games are we all playing? And I have a little bit of a guess. What game we're what all, all collecting? All three of us are playing. I you might be wrong. I might be the uh, odd man out on this really? one. Really? Okay. Well, I'm assuming your guess is Animal Crossing. Oh, of course. Well, yeah. 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 I'm actually not. Oh. What? I thought you were playing Animal Crossing. No, uh, we were going to play it for Good Game, Great Game. Mm. Um, so that was definitely in the cards of something I was going to buy. But like, I've never touched an Animal Crossing game. Oh. That's not something that's ever come into my life. Oh. And it's one of those things where like people try to explain to you why it's fun. And I think it's one of those things where it's kind of like The Sims. You can't like describe it okay. and explain the fun of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. I acknowledge that. But as somebody who hasn't actually experienced the fun of it, I had a bunch of other games on my list and also like kind mm-hmm. of limited income so i have not yeah. gotten that's it yet. true okay uh that's what okay. <laughs> what game or games are you playing because you do you have game pass i do have game pass i was about to say like so what game or games are uh are you um, playing a lot of stuff actually so mm-hmm. um i just i was on like a conference call with some friends and we happened to mention not animal crossing but doom eternal which came mm-hmm. out the same day uh, and for yeah, those that yeah. don't know i'm a massive fan of doom like have played since mm-hmm. well i wasn't playing in 1993 but i was yeah. backseat gaming for my father who was playing um yeah <laughs> but i love the doom series and so uh i was kind of like oh man i would really love to get it i don't know if i could afford it and like i mentioned it as an offhand comment it wasn't supposed to be anything and then they all like secretly texted each other and bought me a playstation gift card so that i could get it oh that's, oh, that's nice. nice so I'm actually replaying uh, the 2016 Doom mm. just as like a lead-in because yeah. I wanted to just let me just replay this whole game and then I'm going to go into that. So yeah. I'm currently doing that. Uh, I'm replaying Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn just because I felt Ooh. like it. And it's my favorite Fire Emblem game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also, I've been hitting up Game Pass a lot. I just did, I finally, I played Ori in the Blind Forest when it first came out and then I really liked it, but I never finished it. So mm-hmm. I just finished that so that I could finally play Will of the Wisps, the mm-hmm. sequel, which is on Game Pass. Um, I just downloaded Bleeding Edge. Zach and I are planning on playing that together. Nice. Haven't touched it yet, but planning on it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then I'm also, I don't know, I'm playing so many things. I just kind of like figure out what mood I'm in that day and then play a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the good thing about Game Pass, though, is that like it, it's it's there for every kind of mood, every kind of game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire has a new character and I have been playing. <laughs> I still have to like really get into Slay, Slay the Spire because I've played it because of both uh, both the CAD cast and I remember Zach talking about it a oh, lot. Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, okay, yeah, I'll give it a try. And I enjoyed it. I really did. But it, it just didn't really, like, hook me. You know? Yeah. It didn't, no, I feel that. It didn't addict me. I was just like, this is a good time. Mm-hmm. And then I went to another game. Yeah. Uh, Zach and Kevin were definitely, like, hooked. Yeah. And playing mm-hmm. on a regular basis. I was enjoying and would play sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the new character is really fun. Um, and so, I don't know. Sometimes it's just, like, a good thing to pick up. Here we are. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like in this time, and we reported on this uh, last week where gaming is up 75%. And it's mm-hmm. just like, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite I could have told you that statistic. Yeah. yeah, right? It's like, really? We didn't need an article on that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Gaming up 75 What? Who would have thought? That's like saying Netflix streaming is up right now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's surprising that these same articles said that Netflix is only up 12%. And that huh, shocks well, me. The only thing I would say with that is if they're looking at the individual streaming services, it's probably just because mm-hmm. people are using various ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's it, more spread out. I bet if you said, like, PlayStation 4 playing is up, it wouldn't be a full 75%. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing is that, like, I wouldn't know the stats before that because Netflix is one of those mm-hmm. things that you can just – you're no matter what mood you're in, you just put on Netflix versus video games you have to be in a certain mood for. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, totally. And so I, I feel like Netflix was already up there already. And so yeah. that 12% is just like, yeah, like yeah. just more people are doing it mm-hmm. more regularly. Uh, I'd agree with that. But so am I wrong to say, right, that video games are there for the comfort of things, right? Uh, let, let's mm-hmm. really get into the topic at hand here. That video games get us through hard times, right? Um, and I want to really ask, do we think that video games are okay to go to in this time, okay for comfort? And what's the line where it becomes unhealthy to do so? Yeah. I think it's a real question here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, what do you think? I mean, I would say, like, I, I don't think it is across the board unhealthy. I think it's very good to be going to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think when you are in a state of almost perpetual anxiety and not really knowing what to expect yeah. moving yeah. forward, like distractions are pretty essential mm-hmm. and you're stuck inside and anything that can kind of break mm-hmm. the routine of literally just laying in your bed all day long and doing nothing yeah, is going to be helpful. And like, it, it can really help you ease you through the like higher anxiety spikes. Like yeah. that's absolutely true in yeah. terms of like the line where it might be unhealthy. You, you maybe need to pay attention to like, if you're completely disassociating from things, if you've gotten to the point where like you're trying to get out of reality so much that you're not paying attention, you're not taking care of yourself, then it's maybe exacerbating a mental mental health issue as opposed to relieving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think it's literally like a absolutely use them. Like please distract yourself right now, but also just do mental check-ins. Like yeah. Yeah. be present in yourself. Like I will sit sometimes and just like, even if it's a pre-workout, like 10 minutes of stretching and I'll make sure that I like really like pay attention to how I'm breathing 
And that's mm. kind of, even mm. if that's the only 10 minutes of my day, that's when I like check in. I'm like, all right, where's my brain at today? Am I high anxiety? Great. That's something I should note. Mm. Let's move mm-hmm. forward from here. Like, it's not like you are wrong for being anxious. In fact, you're probably really normal for being anxious yeah. right now. You'd have to be a sociopath to not be like <laughs> at least a little bit anxious about what's going on. Like, it's one yeah. thing to like yeah. not freak out about, but you're not even not just even a little... the slightest bit concerned yeah right then like who are you exactly <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah and i think it's just it's just making sure that as long as you have that self-awareness going on and mm-hmm. you're keeping track of yourself and if you if you need if you are at a spot where you feel like you can't take care of your own mental health and mm-hmm. the video games aren't distracting you from it they're just like taking you deeper into the shell maybe that's when you reach out to a friend text a friend call Mm -hmm. them if Mm -hmm. if you're okay with phones um you know whatever (laughs) our generation has with phones yeah um it's that kind of thing yeah and as you were talking it kind of reminded me of uh and andrew have you ever seen the movie rain over me with uh adam sandler and don Cheadle? i have not i've heard of it but i have not seen it yeah we uh we did it for a movie minutes at one episode i can't remember which Mm -hmm. one but as you were talking, it reminded me of Adam Sandler's character. Uh, by the way, one of Adam Sandler's best roles ever in his career, uh, where he played uh, a, a man who lost everything. Like he lost his his dog, his wife, and his like daughter. Oh man! Spoiler alert. So sorry yeah. if you haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> but it was due to the uh, the nine eleven attacks, and mm. his whole character is that he's just locked in his room playing shadow of the colossus that's all he plays is shadow of the colossus and plays the drums every now and again and don Cheadle's Mm. character is his friend who's trying to get him out of that shell and that's what like when you were talking i think that's what i picture is adam Sandler's character in rain over me yeah it's very much like if even if you just have that one friend who you know would be in your corner Mm-hmm. Uh, like Zach and I right now are doing regular check-ins. He's not even in the city. Um, he went home to be with his parents in uh, Syracuse. But yeah, uh, he's like texting me and Kev every once in a while, just being like checking in. Where are you guys at today? And it's that sort of thing where it's like mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. of us are probably going to have rough days here or there. And if you have somebody else who's also yeah. helping to keep tabs on you, mm. you can then reach out to that person, and you each can support each other on those days and make sure to like even if if it has to be tough love whatever it has to be you know like did you take a shower today do you have mm-hmm. you like maybe you should get up and, and open the window and just like lean out for a second mm-hmm. whatever it may be mm-hmm. um it's good to not just get so enwrapped in the video games that you're not also checking in with yourself and like yeah. making sure you have friends that you're staying in touch with yeah. no exactly and social distancing not social hermiting as much as yes. i love yeah. being a hermit like <laughs> <laughs> uh liz uh before before we go on to another question um what are your thoughts like do you think it's unhealthy do you agree with andrew or do you disagree with him no i agree that there's like a line of it's okay to like distract because and i've been open with my anxiety on here of how Mm -hmm. i handle it and it's okay to have that distraction to kind of like turn like force your brain to focus on something else yeah um but it is important to know where that line is. Like, are you just forgetting everything? Like, it's it's the same thing as alcohol. Yeah. In my opinion. You can drink mm-hmm. alcohol to, like, just loosen up a little bit or not think about something else and just, like, have fun. But then there's that line of, like, you're having it a little too much. Yeah. You're using it to escape a little too much. 
mm-hmm. you know? So it's that line of like, you, yeah, you can play video games and get your mind off things, but make sure that you have a routine that you're staying, that you're trying to stay a little active. Like I really don't want to even be doing my 12 minute yoga workout that I do daily, mm-hmm. but I have to do it because I know that one, it's important for me to get my body moving, whether I'm quarantined or not. Mm-hmm. And right. two, it's, it's, especially for yoga, it's supposed to relax, focus your mind on something else, focus on your breathing. It's, and especially during this virus, it's important to focus on your breathing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's those little things like having a routine, like you said earlier that like, you know, you've gotten used to it. You've made a routine for yourself. And I think that's the most important thing during this time. But I think it's perfectly OK to use a video game, a movie, a book, anything that makes you that takes you out a little bit. Yeah. I Maybe think that's all three. perfectly fine. Yeah. Do all three. <laughs> yeah. Have, have a schedule. Wake up, eat breakfast, play video game, eat lunch, yeah. shower. Mm-hmm. read a book and like you know stuff like that yeah exactly i'm planning to do uh a new a new video like i've been doing the video essays by the way new one dropped yeah. this past saturday mm-hmm. so if you're watching you may, maybe you should watch it anyways but <laughs> i'm planning to do another video essay where it's exactly that i had this one schedule and i talked about this on the podcast where the division really kind of saved me my mental state because uh, i was mm-hmm. in between jobs I didn't know what to do. I was working a security job at night. And so basically I would wake up, I would work out and I would apply to 20 jobs and then it would be just kind of like waiting for interviews. And I just had this whole space of just nothing until I go to my night job. And so I I had this kind of isolation while Liz was at work and I would just get on division with my buddy, Frank, and we would just like play continuously and Mm -hmm. that would just get my mind off things, you know? But I had my schedule. I had my routine where it wasn't mm-hmm. just that. Um, but I had some social interaction with online gaming. And I think, and and even you were talking about it, Andrew, where you're planning to get on uh, Bleeding Edge with, uh, oh, no, I almost said Kevin and referring to Zach. <laughs> oh, no. It's all right. They're, they're melding into the same they're person slowly into the over the years. <laughs> uh, with Zach. Uh by the way, if you want to ever want to invite me, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, available too. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know that kind of like social interaction, even with online gaming, that mm-hmm. you know, story games are great and they get your mind off things. But even you know, trying online games and interacting with your friends in that kind of capacity, where we have the social distancing and we're all hermits here, mm-hmm. you can still connect we're still with people. Still doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like online games can do a lot for people in this time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's not even like. Online games are not a big thing for me. I've never been a fan of playing multiplayer online kind of stuff, but I'm more open to it right now just because, like, okay, first of all, I have all this time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, like, I'm more open to that kind of thing. I mean, like, that's that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. At this point in time, play games in ways that are fun for you. Mm -hmm. Don't, like, I've, I've found that, like, I tried to impose an arbitrary challenge on myself with my Fire Emblem replay because, like, I've played that game so many times that often if I'm using it in my everyday life, I kind of want to spice it up for a replay. Mm -hmm. But, boy, was that just frustrating for me this time. Like, some of the stuff was – I mean, it was a difficulty spike kind of challenge, but I really didn't want that right now. And so I just let myself not do that. So, like, if multiplayer online is the thing you want to try right now and it's not your thing right now – don't do it. That's yeah. my whole thing. Like, it's do like what play makes you happy the right way now. that you want to play at this yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's the thing. It's just like there's no pressure at this time. There's no like this is the game you have to play right now. It's just like right. play what you want to, man. Yeah. yeah like right definitely. now it's all about like keeping your mood up, making yourself happy. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. 
Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, look around, too, if you don't like necessarily online shooter games or, like, any of the bigger kind of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My friends and I, one of our, like, calls, we all got onto a Zoom call, and you can do a screen share. Mm -hmm. And we found a bunch of, like, board games that have online versions that you can just, like, you can do that kind of stuff. Like, whatever it may be, like, have your board game nights just from your own apartments. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's, um... Yeah, that's a good point. That that would be cool, actually. It was super fun. Yeah. Adam's mom started like a giant puzzle oh, yeah. the other day. Oh yeah. I mean, she works from home anyway, but usually on the weekends she tries to go out and do things. But I, since she can't, re- doesn't really have a choice anymore. She's <laughs> like, she's like, this should take a few hours. Right. <laughs> yeah, and that's a great. Oops. Um, Adam. Put, put my phone on vibrate. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna. Toss my phone over here. Bye. You could have just turned it on silent. I could have, <laughs> but I... Instead, he just threw it. Violence is always That's the answer. That's pretty on brand for Adam. Let's I be honest. I know. <laughs> I got to keep my brand going, babe. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's the thing is that um, I, I always wonder about this, you know, like... And I, I don't just wonder, but I know it's true because I always see documentaries with game developers and the way they want to present themselves, especially in... I believe it's on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on, but indie game, the movie mm-hmm. where it follows mm. the path of uh, the creator behind braid, uh, super meat boy and uh, feds feds. Yeah. And, and like, it's, it's this kind of like push to say like, I really want my game to really affect somebody, especially mm-hmm. the, the man who made braid and the witness. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had this message of just like, I want to send, you know, some kind of feedback, some kind of communication to between me and the player. And that's why I got super obsessed that some people took Braid as almost like a joke. And, mm. you know, he wanted this kind of message. Mm-hmm. And and I and I always love and I you know kind of want to ask that is that do we think that game developers specifically design games to get us through these hard times? Or do we think that's kind of like a farce? They just kind of make games because they feel creative or want money. I think mm. I think it's indies that are more they want to impact someone like think of yeah. why anyone starts a creative process. They want to mm-hmm. touch somebody. They yeah. want their message to reach somebody. So I think that you'll see it more with indie titles than you will like oh. big development who are like, what game will make us money? Mm-hmm. You know, but it's more with indies, I think, who have that inspiration and passion. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree a lot with that. Um, I mean, I th- I think there's an argument to be made for, like, anybody who is creating a story and putting that out there mm-hmm. does want to affect someone in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Even if it's one of the more commercialized stories of the bigger, you know, marquee games right now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe mm-hmm. that's just the story writer portion and, and it's a little bit more of a technical process so it gets lost. But I don't know that every game is necessarily made for like a time like this or Mm. like really addressing mental health or you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but i think you can also like definitely call out some specific games that are yeah and like liz said a lot of those are indies like the ones that come to mind for me are like sea of solitude is absolutely that type of game that's a Uh, hit celeste is absolutely that type of game yeah so it's like those sort of things Mm -hmm. where it's like yeah those developers absolutely were like this is for we know that like a lot of gamers are the type of people who maybe are are more socially anxious and therefore more susceptible to depression and those kind Mm -hmm. of things and we want to help those people work through that and like reassure them that it's okay yeah Um, so yeah i definitely think there are some game companies that very specifically create games for times when like mental health is at an all-time low 
Yeah. Um, and I think others are just trying to impact people in their own ways, whether that's to make them laugh if it's a more comedic game mm -hmm. or whatever it may be. But anybody who's creating a story, I don't think you put a story out in the world without a hope that somebody responds to it. I like that last line he says, like, um, you create a story for the hope that somebody connects with it in some way yeah. or even just mm -hmm. like even if it's not a story you hope that somebody uses this like for almost yeah. a greater good uh, yeah and i and i agree with both of you that i think it's more indies i'm not saying that no triple a game will ever do this oh no but you always see it with the indies and i think it's because like what you were saying liz mm -hmm. even is that you start this kind of creative process to finally reach somebody and you're doing the effort and you're putting out that mm -hmm. message Instead of I apply to a company like I, I applied to Rockstar and I hope Rockstar is making a creative. No, you're actually mm -hmm. making the effort to actually reach somebody, yeah. you know, um, you know, even giving the example of indie podcasting. But <laughs> uh, indie podcasting, we're putting out this message and good game, great game. Also, by the way, like there's still the catalog is still out there. You can definitely check them out. Uh, any of their past episodes. But each of us put out this indie podcasting in the hopes to reach somebody, to make them laugh, to mm -hmm. make them think, to make them feel something, rather than I apply to a radio station and I have to go off the script yeah. of a radio station. Yeah, I think right, it's more right. inclined to if you're going out and making that kind of effort. Yeah, you know, you, it's more uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's it's more you know uh, personal. Personal, yeah. Yeah, but. it's even it's even though like I would argue the dichotomy like to relate it back to things I specifically have done. Mm -hmm. I'm an actor, but I'm also a writer. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's it's a very different approach. I mean, obviously, when I audition for a show and I get into a role, like you want to make that role something mm -hmm. that someone can connect with and blah blah blah. So you do bring your humanity into everything you do, mm -hmm. but it is so much more keenly felt my reasons for for putting art out there when it's something that i've created yeah, yeah. um i wrote <laughs> well i will say i wrote a piece my senior year as like my kind of like thesis project mm -hmm. um it ended up being like a half hour play and i i just created these five characters and i was like i'm gonna make like a comedy thing i want people to laugh and like forget their troubles for half an hour and mm -hmm. da 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 and then I literally sat down and started writing it. And I don't know what it was about these characters, but boy, it went into an existential, oh <laughs> like, God. deep piece. And I was like, I guess we're exploring something else here. <laughs> yeah. Which so is the best one where you don't even think about it. And it just, you know, it mm -hmm. peels back the layers. I think that's kind of like the best pieces where you don't even try. It just happens. Mm -hmm. Right. You know? So, I yeah, it's, it's very much like when you are a part of a process of creating something, mm -hmm. there's yeah. an intention behind it in yeah. almost any situation I yeah. can think of. I almost think about that in this whole quarantine situation. How many pieces of art are going to come out of this? Like, oh, deep I and gosh. it's going to be and how many like too. unique types of art, you know? Yeah. yeah. I've already seen a couple of the ones where it's like Earth is sick what? and all the other planets oh. are like. Mm. Like looking at it through a hospital window. I did not see that. I've seen that, and I've seen one where it's like a bunch of different flags make a woman, and it's like Jesus holding, holding up, and like taking care of it. I don't like stuff. that image at all. That kind of creeps me out. No, it's like it's just so <laughs> it's so <laughs> nice. Like, yeah. it's, and I mean, it's a cartoonish, so it's not like it was like a deep meaning. It was just it was like a nice little image. It was like oh. See, my messed up, abused mind uh, just saw Jesus with like 
with like a like a longing kind of looking no, he like, has like a tear in his eye or something. I don't like, like this image that's going on in my like, head. Oh my god, it's because you're messed up. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Adam, you might want to do that mental health check in right now. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I think the art that's going to come out of this is going to be absolutely beautiful. And since it's something that affected the whole world, I think it's something that everyone's going to appreciate and then it's going to be, it's going to touch everyone. It's going to create this sort of like universal art that we can't always seem to get. Yeah. Like usually when I go to art museums, I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's that, oh, like, oh, that's really cool or that's really pretty. But I never really get the feelings behind it. Whereas I feel like if I see something from now, yeah, I think I would mm-hmm. get the feelings behind it at this point. Mm-hmm. I bet there are a lot of people that would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if I was in full quarantine, like if I had the time to actually like write out this kind of script, I've always I, I kind of wanted to make a video almost like write a script of like journaling my thoughts in this time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how I'd write it out. And yeah, well, that's like my thing. Like I've wanted to do home videos. Yeah, true. Us. And like oh, yeah. videography is mm-hmm. one of my things. It's like I would love to do that. I have so many art projects I want to do. Or we can write more skits with uh, Floki involved, and we can put them on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. It's um. Oh. Yeah. Oh no. I need my phone for this. Uh. I wanted to go through some social media <laughs> answers. Um. Hold on. You regret eating your phone now, don't you? I regret everything. <laughs> but um. Yeah. Before we uh you know, kind of wrap things up here. Uh, I want to go through some of the social media answers. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Gaming Groceries on Twitter, Games and Groceries, all one word on Instagram. And I want to talk through some of your uh, answers on social media. So we have one answer that comes from Instagram. It is, of course, our boy, uh, Brian McGinnis from the Playable Characters Podcast. And he has a very deep message. Uh, I asked you on, on social media, have video games helped you through hard times? And, of course, um, Playable Characters Podcast, he says, every time I'm constipated, so thankful for the Switch. (laughs) Andrew, what are your thoughts about that? I knew it was going to be something like that. Oh, my (laughs) God. (laughs) Andrew, any thoughts about that, about constipation? To be fair, if you're going to be stuck in the bathroom, like the bathroom is generally the tiniest, darkest room in your house, Mm -hmm. probably. It's a very lonely room. No one's going to come in and help you while you're in there. So, yeah, I mean, maybe you need some video games to keep yourself company while you're just in pain Jeez. in there. That sounds great. I don't know. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> so thankful for you, Brian McGinnis of Playable Characters. Um, you're gross. But uh, but we also have an answer from uh, Cedo Sweet Home. Uh, who says playing video games during hard times has kept me through, uh, kept me grounded. To be honest, it is literally is uh, is literally an escape to help me deal with or cope with a bad situation. For example, the current situation in the world, video games have helped me from overthinking and stressing. Mm-hmm. And then it goes on mm-hmm. to say, uh, I can't go outside or go for walks anymore, so I'm uh, using Stardew Valley uh, to simulate it or a walking sim. It calms me down. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's really awesome is that, um, you know, even in this time, you can't go outside, you can't play anything. Yeah. Um, it kind of simulates that. In fact, um, I missed it last night. There was a couple MLB players or four of them that actually just got on MLB the show and they just had a tournament yeah. since baseball is oh, not wow. a thing. And they're just like, oh, let's do it. I think the NBA did it, too, that they had a tournament through NBA 2K20 and they cool. uh, put it on uh, Twitch. Awesome. Uh, that's nice. Uh Andrew, what are your thoughts about this from Cedar Sweet Home? 
no, yeah, I completely agree with that. Mm -hmm. That is, um, I, the only other situation I can think of that feels remotely similar to this, that video games got me through when I first moved to New York, mm -hmm. um, that was hard. That was like a really hard transition. I mean, number one, there was just the straight up culture shock of like, you're going out of college into adult life. Like that mm -hmm. is one transition. And then I also had lived in like very small rural areas for my entire childhood. And all of a sudden I was in New York and yeah. like, no one cares about you when there's a million people. And like, I'm searching for jobs and I can't find anything. And then on top of all that, I'm like trying to be an actor, which is just mm -hmm. the most defeating career path. Cause it's just rejection left and right. So like, yeah, my first like year to year and a half in the city was really really rough and mm -hmm. i imposed this like falsehood on myself when i first moved here of you're trying to pursue adult life now you have to put video games aside and yeah. i didn't let myself play games for like six months mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i got so dark i mean it was really hard and one day i just said let me just pull this out again and that was the moment where i like forgave myself for it and like mm -hmm. thank god i did because yeah. like that was what got me through like those hard times i was like I just need to not think about this today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah. That was what I used them for. So hundred percent agree. Like they are, they are a, a gift to us right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, a lot of people were saying that like animal crossing and, and doom eternal alike yeah. came out at the exact oh, yeah, right definitely. time. Mm -hmm. You know, animal crossing of course was delayed. And I think like, thank God it it's was. It's like they knew. Yeah. yeah it's the, <laughs> if they did know, I would be like, uh, excuse oh, me, Nintendo. <laughs> Pardon me, but uh, Liz, any other thoughts on uh, Cito's Sweet Home's answer? Um, I mean, no. I think it's it's basically what we've been saying that it's mm -hmm. definitely a blessing during this time. Um, I agree with like the walking. Like, I liked I like playing Animal Crossing because I have a goal. Like, when I get on. I have certain goals yeah. that like that's helping me not only take my mind off it, it makes me feel like I'm achieving something. Yeah. So yeah. And things are right in the world. All the peaches are as they should be. I ignore the peaches. All the peaches. All the peaches. Nom nom nom. <laughs> I will say, like, there's also there's the there's the two sided thing of video games getting you through stuff. Cause I feel like with these times, I play them a little more distantly sometimes because mm -hmm. I'm just trying to have some sort of distraction mm -hmm. and I'm just like going through them. But and I think this was something I started doing more because I did a podcast about video games where mm -hmm. we were playing a game. Mm -hmm. I was a little more present in my playing because I was trying to make sure I had things to talk about. And I was paying yeah. attention to everything that happened. Mm -hmm. And that's when you can kind of find some of the personally relatable stuff that'll help you. Um, yeah. And this is going to be a very like strange shout out. And I don't know if the intention here was for this to ever help someone in the way it helped me. Mm. But uh, when I was playing The Outer Worlds, there's a character, for those that don't know, the game uh who's named parvati yes she is this wonderful like just she's sweet you love her from the start she's super endearing she's from like a rural planet and then she's like an engineer and she just comes on your ship because she's so excited and she's the best mm -hmm. um she's incredibly well written but um you land on another spaceship mm -hmm. and you start this quest line that is like a romance quest line yeah with the engineer of that spaceship and it's super endearing because parvati is just adorable and she keeps and making up like excuses sending, too oh my god she's like making up excuses and she's getting poetry and she's like mm -hmm. i'm not sure she's interested in me and it's like no. oh honey <laughs> that oh. sort of thing so you just want to help her through but this quest line like i was just kind of like oh my god i love it my first my mm -hmm. first person is a lesbian like god bless this is representation it's what i wanted <laughs> yeah here we are and then it goes further 
in that quest line of like if you follow through with it there's a point where she says i'm interested in the companionship and blah 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 but i don't necessarily like i'm not always comfortable with being intimate in that way yeah um and like you get the implication overall as you talk through that with her is that she's probably an asexual lesbian so she's mm -hmm. not actually interested in the sexual intimacy she wants the companionship and the emotional intimacy and blah mm -hmm. blah blah yeah and i had literally never seen that represented in any media ever mm -hmm. any yeah. form like the idea of like you can have attraction to the same gender but also it doesn't have to be sexual attraction and that game is what started me to coming out as asexual like that helped me understand mm -hmm. so like while that wasn't a directly hard time that was another thing like games can give it was you comforting individually you know? yeah. on your things like once i finally understood that like you see something represented and it's a normal thing suddenly as opposed to something i'm trying to pretend mm -hmm. is not real about myself you know yeah and, that, and that's the thing is that um and, and by the way like just to applaud that um the fact that it was also played out by ashley birch who's one of the the oh best voice actresses yeah actresses so a actors can i say actresses actresses either way either one's fine yeah uh the best voice voice actress that's i'll put the argument out there probably top three of all time um she's fantastic yeah fight me yeah. on twitter if you uh if you think differently <laughs> but that's the thing is that you know they handled it right it was written well it was acted phenomenally so you really felt for poverty in that kind of mm -hmm. struggle there and i and i think video games really help have that because you're actively in that story especially mm -hmm. since you're actively helping poverty you're not a passive audience mm -hmm. you know you're actively having a goal to help somebody who's in need mm -hmm. and even right. talk through some things if you're not yeah, the, the conversations literally felt like you were having a friend confide yeah. in you yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. if you're not playing the uh the rude playthrough you know saying like but, <laughs> well yeah you're a monster <laughs> if you do so but well and that's the thing is that um I, I think outer worlds is a great one i believe it's still on game pass it will always be on game pass i believe yes. so if you I'm haven't i'm pretty yet. sure that's true yeah but yeah, no, that's a that's a good example. But uh, I want to read this last one from, of course, Commander Nikki. How you doing? Yay! Uh, she says, and this is beyond true. School was definitely a time video games helped me through. Uh, yeah, um, hmm. I double on that, <laughs> uh, making me feel better and distracted from the things happening in school. Bullying is no joke, y'all. It's no uh, kids will be kids and kids can be mean. Get over it. Um, they also helped me through find friend. Uh, they also helped me find friends in that time, so I wasn't completely lonely loser. Uh, so it was a group of outsiders, but at least we were alone together. Oh man, that's poetic right there! Holy mm -hmm. crap! I love that. Uh, and that well isn't really lonely. Let's be real. Uh, they also helped me through to. They also helped me to connect with people later in life. Now and those people are amazing. And finally, she says uh, they also helped me improve my English. She's also from Germany. Uh, improve my. I didn't try to dox her. I'm so sorry about that. But she has a German <laughs> flag on her. You know, Twitter you're handle. gonna find that address, the one address in <laughs> all of Germany. Address. We're gonna get her. <laughs> she lives in Germany. Located. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> but it's like saying it's like, oh, the games and groceries. They're in America. Got them. <laughs> Although we do say Pennsylvania, but you know, is what it is. But that's still pretty big. It's still pretty. It's yeah. a big state. 
Uh, they also help me through improve my English, so that's a plus two. I'd even go as far to say uh, uh, that I may be three quarters of my English skills are thanks to my entertainments, games, TV shows, movies, fan base mm. uh, forums, and later even books. And I've heard that before too. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be totally. right. Yeah, I wouldn't be right. Oh, I wouldn't be writing this reply if it wasn't for video games. Interesting, mm. but yeah. Yeah, I mean... Well, that's because, like, our kind of podcast wouldn't necessarily exist if it weren't for video games. So, like... That yeah. is true. That is true. <laughs> and I and I, stu- and I definitely doubled down on that whole school is definitely a time. I think that's yeah. where I really fell in love with video games because, like, school is a rough time for me. Uh, like, Andrew, I don't know if you would agree, too. I don't know if, like... 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were like the the star quarterback, and you had no issues or anything yep, like that. That was me. That was you. you. Got it. My <laughs> tiny frame played football every day and got crushed by giant <laughs> men. <laughs> but that's the thing is that like um, uh yeah, it just um, it's wild. Like you know, school is just a rough time, especially when you say like, oh, kids will be kids. Kids are just mean. Get over it. And it's just like, you know. And, and that's the thing. You just find that group of people that are also interested in video games, and you really connect with those people. And it's just mm-hmm. uh, it's beautiful yeah. to see. Um, video I, games were the way I made my first friends in college because I had such a rough high school experience mm-hmm. of, like, just – I mean, I was the only out kid at my school, and my school had 2,000 students. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, that was a whole thing. Mm. Um and then just generally being nerdy and I was in choir and I played video games. And so there was like tons of stuff that I just got bullied for left and right. Mm-hmm. And so I went to college and was like terrified of that. Um, especially like a lot of the bullying had come from other boys. And so I was really nervous to be in a dorm on a floor of all boys. I was like, mm-hmm. this doesn't, I don't know how safe this is. Mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to have my roommate also be a theater major who was gay. So I was like, okay, I feel safe in my room at least. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, but then I remember like one day in September, I just like opened my door like a lot of people on the floor would kind of leave their doors open and that's how they were making friends with each other and i was afraid about it yeah but like three weeks in i opened my door one day and i was just playing games that night and like four different guys just like wandered in introduced themselves watched me play the most boring part of final fantasy X ever <laughs> and it was just like that was how i made my first college friends mm. so yeah dude that's awesome that's the thing. and I think I've I I made a ton of friends like in college through video games. Uh, for for me it was definitely uh Madden Ten was a big one. Madden Ten and Assassin's Creed Two made me the most amount of friends, which is such a oh, weird combination. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're yeah. so similar. <laughs> it's so similar. They're basically the same game. You know, that's <laughs> like uh, that's basically it. But yeah, I mean, video games can even just you know, have people just wander into your own home and just say, hey, what you doing? And no. I'll say, hey, what are you doing in my house, no. man, man? <laughs> <laughs> Liz rejects this part. <laughs> Please just open the doors no. of your of your homes. Unlock yeah, I don't it recommend that. Don't this was that. a dorm on a small campus, and it was a very safe situation to do so. Don't just leave your doors open, dudes. <laughs> well, I would. St- oh, and you went to college in Pennsylvania, too, right? I sure did. So it's that it's extra safe. You know, Pennsylvanians are known to be <laughs> the most friendly of, of people. I mean, yes, but... Yeah. No, don't do that. Yes, but also, no. They're nice, but... also but still be smart. Yeah, yeah, don't be an idiot. But I don't mean to, like, um, stifle any of the story, because that's the thing. If you're in college, if you're in school, you know, like, it, it's, a, it's a big moment in where you just play video games and you find people who enjoy the same kind of games, and you just click mm-hmm. just from that. And it's a special feeling. Um, and, and, and in this time, in these hard times, 
I would encourage anybody who's listening to this and they usually trash people who do online, you know, multiplayer games. I really encourage people really in this time, if a stranger, if, if a, if a random, if you will, you know, put on my spectacles, <laughs> top hat, blah, blah, but if a random person, you know, just jumps on your feed, be so encouraging in these yeah. times, you know, like if you're one to trash talk, stop like yeah. it, just, just for three months. Don't be that person. Yeah. yeah. Make friends online games, you know, it, invite people on. Don't trash talk. Don't be like, dude, just get on your game. Be so encouraging yeah. because this is a time where we can just connect, make more friends. And yeah. this could be a revolutionary time in online mm-hmm. gaming. And we can use this opportunity just to yeah. do that. Yeah. Right. And if you can honestly say in three months after doing that for three months that it hasn't made you feel like your gaming experience is more human or there hasn't been any pleasantness from it, great, go back to trash talking. But I'm willing to bet there are very yeah. few of you that would be able to honestly say that it hasn't improved something. Yeah. Exactly. No, that that's just is that like I think we should set that challenge there. If we do online games, if there's a person that's random, um, I understand. Uh, by the way, I I completely understand. That's easier to say for PlayStation fans than if you get on, let's say the um, uh, the Xbox uh people, oh, and they can be a little bit uh, rowdy, <laughs> if you will. Uh, you know, Xbox people. It's been historic. I've been on there since you know, basically day one. Uh, that's. You know, they can be, but you know, let's let's change that perspective here. That's you know, video games are getting us through hard times. They're gonna get us through this hard time. Mm-hmm. You know, let's make it easier for other people that are just trying to like make new friends, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wrapping up our conversation here, and I really do hope as you're as you're listening, you're you're enjoying this longer episode. I do enjoy that, you know, other podcasters are making longer episodes because guess what? You know, we need time to <laughs> fill. Um yeah. But, you know, as we wrap things up here, any just final thoughts about how games got us through hard times or getting us through hard times? Let's just go around the round table, almost like Thanksgiving dinner. What are we all thankful oh, for? Geez. I'm thankful <laughs> for division. I don't know. But, uh, Andrew, let's start with you. Any final thoughts? Yeah. I mean, just just like maybe this is and if you don't want to, if you want to play with games that are familiar comfort right now, great. But yeah. this also could be a time for you to explore new games try stuff out that you weren't playing before mm-hmm. see if this story is going to resonate with you just like take in the art that's been made books mm-hmm. too like any any kind of thing that you think like might be a distraction if you're looking for things just like open yourself up to it don't yeah. judge your interests or your choices and if you don't like a game you can move on to another one you have so much time yeah um, yeah it's <laughs> so, so just, much time just like take care of yourself in the mm-hmm. ways you need to. And mm-hmm. if these things are a catalyst to help you take care of yourself in the ways you need to use them without any judgment of yourself. Yeah. I like that. You know, uh, it, it's a good time to be in a familiar kind of light. Um, but, you know, it's also important to, you know, do something new, though. I, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Liz, what do you think? Any final thoughts? Um, Not particularly. Mm-hmm. Um. Just because I didn't get into video games until I was an adult. Yeah. So I don't have, like, a history of going to them or... Well, like, what about now? Like, how is Animal Crossing really helping you? It's taking my mind off of it. Like, I'm playing like I'm playing it more than Adam. I know. And we, we also argued in another segment where just, like, we need another... Like, we need it. Like, we need... We need another Switch. Yeah. I need groceries, the electric to be on, and another Switch. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Like, when... Like, I can't remember exactly what I was thinking over the other day, but I just like sat there and played 
Animal Crossing for a while. Mm-hmm. And like, it just kind of got my mind over. Like, I wasn't thinking of anything else. I was just focusing on paying my debt in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But yeah. Your so. nice capitalist debt on the yeah, right. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Tom Nook over here. But yeah, I mean, you know, final thoughts from me. Uh, are you. Like any I'm other thing? Okay. I didn't want to be like, oh, final applause from me, by the way. Why? That's the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening to Games of Groceries. Oh, Bye, everybody. <laughs> I don't mean it that way. <laughs> I just mean Adam is a very much an only child. What do you mean? I'm just naturally a star. I know, dear. <laughs> Quinn from The Greatest Show on Dirt is also a baseball podcast. I didn't know this. But I can't remember the guy's last name, but he wasn't Jewish. And his, but his name was David. It wasn't David Ortiz on, on um, MLB. But uh, his name was David, and he was wearing the Star of David. And a reporter said, hey, why are you wearing the Star of David? We, we know you're not Jewish. And he said, well, it's because my name's David, and I'm a star. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I <was> oh, like, no. <laughs> I was like, woo. What a choice. Yeah. <laughs> like, I... I've got some cojones, but, you know. That's a bit much. That's a bit much. Anyways, but, you know, I guess final thoughts from me is that, you know, I agree with Andrew is that go to your comfort. If you've played, like for me, my comfort zone is Assassin's Creed 2. I've played Assassin's Creed 2 more times than I can possibly Mm -hmm. count. If you ask me on the street, how many times have you beaten Assassin's Creed? I would be like, (laughs) well, how much time do you have? (laughs) I don't know how many times. Um but, you know, I might go back. Like, I have a backlog list of going through. It's kind of my New Year's resolution. But I might be just going through Assassin's Creed 2 again just because yeah. I know it's my comfort. I know exactly what yeah. I'm doing. Absolutely. And, and it's just that familiarity. But, you know, take the time to, like, really express yourself. If you have an art project, if you have uh, something that's been on your mind and you just wanted to create and you're in this, you know, kind of situation – you know, you know, start a new podcast, even. Um, that's just the that's just it. You know, mm-hmm. express yourself, mental health checks. You know, be in familiarity. But you know, just what like what Andrew was saying in the beginning of this um, segment. Yeah. Check in with your friends. Check in with all of your close ones. Make sure they're doing okay. Yeah. Because you know we can check in with ourselves, but other people need to be checked in as well. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, the final thing I need to say is that, you know, if you're listening to this right now, if you got to the end, uh, you have a mission right now. I have a mission for you, listener and viewer. Uh, his Twitter handle, at Andrew Orsi. I need you all to give him a belated birthday. You know, happy birthday, oh. belated. Yeah. Just <laughs> berate him with but like God birthday bless. wishes. I want 40 notifications. The 40 <laughs> notifications or else get off our show. <laughs> well, that's no, let's not th- encourage people to leave our show yep. well i mean <laughs> but that's the thing is that i uh, wish him a happy birthday he's been an excellent guest um and i think just to wrap things up you know we've mentioned your youtube channel i'll link it down in the description down below whether it be on youtube or you're listening on audio definitely check that out andrew anything mm-hmm. else where where can we find you any other projects we should be aware of no not really um i yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. That's probably the most I've I've been dropping my Instagram on other podcasts, but like I literally haven't posted on Instagram in a year and I'm not checking it, so maybe don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh yeah, I would say if you have the resources to donate to like relief funds and things like that right mm. now, that's a good thing to think about doing for the world if you can. If you can't, like don't take care yeah. of yourself yeah. first. But if you're a person who's still working and you have a little excess income, like that's a great thing. So I would push for that right now. Yeah. Um and overall, 
thanks for having me back, guys. I loved chatting yeah. with you guys. And like, thank you also for having these kind of conversations. Because it's like, yeah, we. I mean, we all obviously have to address what's going on in the world. Like, that's the thing mm -hmm. that is around all of us right now. Mm. But it's good to normalize it being okay for it to be hard. And it's good to normalize things that can help it be a little less hard. Mm -hmm. So thanks yeah. for having these conversations. Hey, thank you, man. Yeah. Th thanks for agreeing to be on here and uh, giving your thoughts. In fact, I mean, that that's why I kind of wanted you to like to be on here. We also asked uh, Zach, too, but uh, he's at his parents' house. He didn't bring a microphone, but... Yeah, um, he doesn't have his stuff with him, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had to, like, get in a hurry, yeah. so I don't blame him. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, definitely, you know, check out Zach on Twitter. Um, I don't want to dox him because we don't have his permission. Just just <laughs> search for him. Sur search all the Zachs on, on Twitter and be like, are you the right Zach? And like, are you the one? Are you the one? In fact, my, my cousin's name is Zach, too. So they're going to get like, are you? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's like, um, but it's good times, man. Thanks for coming on here. It's been a blast. It's been a good conversation. Totally. It's been very good. Oh, yeah. and if, if you're a person who likes music, mm. I'm in two acapella groups. Obviously, we can't rehearse right now, yeah. um, but at least the one at Crosstown Vocal is their Twitter. We are putting out a Quarantunes series. Quarantunes. Um, yeah, where we all record our parts remotely, and then I mix the parts together, mm -hmm. and then our social media person, Joe, makes a video, and we're just, like, putting out a series of us singing our songs. So if, I don't know, if acapella appeals to you, hey, that's happening. Mm -hmm. Cool. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Camera 2 is the only one filming right now because Camera 1 stopped but uh camera one gave up on camera that. one just like it's like uh, camera one needs to go play some video games right now and distract <laughs> himself. but we hope you enjoyed this uh this longer episode um thanks for sticking around uh we we hope you're all staying safe uh definitely check in with your friends check in with yourself you know you play some good games read some good books uh watch some good movies i don't know create something you know it's it's really up to you whatever gets you through this it's a hard time right now but we're gonna get through this uh, we're all strong together, but just don't be together. You know what I mean? It's like, don't don't be together, but we're strong together. Just stay away <laughs> from each other. Yeah. Anyway. So thank you for listening to Games and Groceries. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, at Gaming Groceries, Instagram, Games and Groceries, all one word. And we thank you for watching this one. Definitely subscribe if you haven't yet, and give it a like and a share if you enjoyed this episode. And with all that said and done, thanks for watching this week's episode. We all have you now have a safe week. We just wish that on you. Have a good week.